what you're saying is that you have a lot of items that mm-hmm. are auctionable. Okay. I think so. Sure. Put them in an auction, whether it's an Eddie Murray collection or say a 57 Aaron in a, in a, in a seven condition, something that's auctionable. You don't have to do a buy it now. It's not a $5 card and right. you've got hundreds or thousands of dollars in those lots and the auction houses or the consigners will handle that. You're spending time figuring out what's the value of it. And I'm stopping short of that. I'm thinking, what is it auctionable? Whether it's a $500 card or a $750 card, it's, right. a, it's a card that probably, and frankly, what we learned in 2020 is that any buy it nows that people mm-hmm. on eBay from last March or April, mm-hmm. they're probably feeling pretty stupid. Yeah. Because sure. things are double now. And anything yeah, even up cover, that if you put a buy it now, it probably sold. If you let it ride with an auction, you may have been very pleasantly surprised. So I'm breaking things into auction or not auction. And the not auction doesn't mean they're no good. It just means the auction houses are going to say, I'd have to group that into a lot, into a cohesive lot to take those. Because otherwise I don't want to, I'm not going to auction off $10 cards. And then the, the dilemma that I have in my mind there too, and I see exactly what you mean. And like when I bought before from Huggins and Scott, I think while I paid a pretty significant amount of money, I feel like I got a great overall deal because I did buy in bulk, so to speak, thinking on the other side. Would it make sense for my family to put a hundred different Murray autos in one auction on Huggins and Scott or anywhere else? If they would take the time and either work with a consigner or sell them themselves, they'd make more money selling them individually or in smaller groups than they would in a lot of a hundred different like autos or something like You're that. You're going to take so that's the challenge too. Yeah. Hundred hundred of the same, even though they're different, they're the same. You can only sell to Murray fanatic and you right. know who those are by the ones and twos that becomes that time versus money what do they want to do do they want to take the time to sell a hundred different cards a hundred different lots or in 75 different lots or sell them all in one and get one lump sum that's the the kind of discussions and the kind of stuff i need to detail to them either in person or in writing or both quite frankly yes i agree and i have the additional consideration because it's there's the time versus money if you take more time you'll get more money but I have third consideration. It's the space dimension. I have too many cubic feet of cards. Understood. Okay? So that really would make people want to hustle up. That if you're if you had a tons of cards, literally and figuratively, right. then your family's going to say we've got to move these out. And so the decision would be made that the time and the space is more important than getting a little bit more money for it. Agree. And right. so and those that, are the things I'm going to sell. I want to sell ahead of time. Because right. I'm willing to take the time because if there's, whether you have to sell your Murray's one at a time, the ultimately one at a time maximize the price that it takes the longest. Amen. Uh, so, <laughs> much uh, oh. Okay. Shoot down this idea. If I kept, if I got rid of everything, my goal is if I thought I had a hundred months to live, mm-hmm. which I hope I have a lot more, I would right. get rid of 1% a month for a hundred right. months. That's eight plus years. So right. over years you get rid of 1%. And I would keep my wall of fame after I die. So if I can predict my death to the exact month, which I don't think I'll be able to, so in a hundred months, no, I don't, that's going to happen. But and then I'm left with a wall of a thousand graded cards. Would I sell that wall? Do you think somebody would want the wall intact, or would somebody say, "I'll buy it and I'll bust it up," and there are going to be some good cards in there? But yeah. you've already seen a few things there. There's some things that would oh, need to be oh. sold individually. Oh, for tons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a challenge too. I mean, because for you, it's an intact wall. For the next person, it may yeah. be. I really like those 500 cards in that I want to keep. I mean, there for you, there's the allure of it's the Beckett collection, which of course yeah. has an amazing cachet, as it should. 
and that would drive things as well. But you're right, it's still a challenge. The, one of the very first decisions on this mortality stuff is we are going to die eventually, and right. something's going to happen to our cards, to our collection. So right. maybe the first decision is, is it going to be, I guess you could give it to a museum and you'd be done. Actually, right. you can't even give cards to a museum unless you want to endow the whatever, the display and the upkeep and all that stuff. So it's that's not even a no-brainer. But the very first decision, is this going to be an inheritance? It's going to be a, a liquidity event or right. is it going to be given to somebody who's going to do whatever they want to with it and they decide, or are you going to say, I want it to be sold and I want the money to be split among my heirs? They would see it with a dollar sign and I, I have no problem with that. And I think that's more than we think because you have to be really passionate. Again, in 2020, whatever mm -hmm. your collection was worth in 2019 is worth double now in, mm -hmm. in many cases. And that gets it up to where people say, would I rather have, in some cases, it's a car or the collection or sure. a house or the collection. So okay. I've seen some of your stuff. You, It, it would make a significant difference to uh, the, the, the lives of your kids or your heirs and, sure. and, or, or charitable stuff, whatever you want to do. In other words, the cards... But it's your call if you want this to be inherited as a collection or if you want it to be liquefied. And in my case, I think it'll be liquefied. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's okay. And I want to right. be in that process. And you've already convinced me now as I'm talking through this that keeping my wall intact is probably making a super deal for one person who buys it. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then takes time to break it up and realizes that there's a lot of nuggets in there. A Absolutely. Lot of nuggets in there, that nobody Absolutely. wants them all. And I would hope that, you know, there would be people within your family, whether there would be many, there's nuggets, so to speak, that they would want to keep. See, they I mean, it's a family legacy. With you. But people can't make the decision. So if you're to ask your heirs, would you rather have the collection or would you rather have the money? Yeah. Number one, they don't know how much money that is. Number two, right. they're trying to figure out what answer do you want? They want right. you. They probably think Brad wants us to say, oh, that collection was so important to you. We would never <laughs> sell it. We'll just right. keep it if I run no. out of we're going to have a room that. in our house dedicated to 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 you, and we're going to keep yeah, it. not really. Security, okay? <laughs> but if you say, wait a minute, it's uh, thousands of dollars or whatever, they say, oh, it's thousands of dollars? In that case, buying something real that would that could change your life. So Absolutely. when you lay that out there, then they say, yeah, I probably would rather have the money. And then if they'd rather have the money, can you sell it better or can they sell it better? And chances yeah. are you can sell it better. No doubt I can sell it better. The question is, can I let go of it in my lifetime? That becomes the hard part, too. Uh, here's how I've changed that paradigm. Can I let go of 90% of it, 95% of it, 99% of it? Can I greatly reduce, not necessarily the value, but the complexity? And that's my pledge is too strong a word, but that's my intention to my wonderful wife who tolerates my hobby, which is a hobby with a very capital H, I think. I have another theory. And that yeah. is that the smaller the box, the more perceived value. Okay. You know, yeah. When your heirs come in, if something happened to you or me right now, they come in, they would see that the small boxes must have good stuff in them. The tubs <laughs> must not. And that's my dilemma because I have some yeah. stuff you have in those vault boxes. I have right. probably equivalent stuff, but it's in a monster box. And people are right. going to say, it's a monster box. How good could it be? He would keep right. that stuff over here. And so I'm yeah. fighting against that urge. Oh, I know. Because if I put them in vault boxes, I wouldn't have room. Yeah. And that's it, my theory. The bigger the box. Yeah, and, I, and I said, it's, it, I, I would probably feel better about the, oh my gosh, I dropped dead tomorrow. What in the world are they going to do? First of all, they'd probably be like, we can't even think about that for a while. <laughs> Especially if my wife's still here because it would still be in the house. But 
if my wife and I were gone at the same time and my kids inherited all this and the house and everything, talk about overwhelming. Oh my goodness. I can't even imagine. And yeah, I mean, the, the basement is loaded. I've got in the basement, Jim, it's the Murray collection, which you pretty much just saw. It's either on these shelves or in that closet. That's pretty much in on my, I think I've shown you this before too, my Murray collection in a fairly compact area, but it's still 3,400 different items, not to mention a whole bunch of extras. And then I've got under the cabinets over here, I've got the vintage stuff. And yeah, it's, but in the basement, yeah, I've got monster boxes slash, you know, I've got thousands of 1984 tops in order. I've got thousands of 1985 tops in order. I've got shoe boxes or monster boxes of low end, late eighties, early nineties stars that are just pretty much garbage. You I still got all that stuff. That's something you could thin out. You'd lose no sleep over it. You won't get no, I, and, and I need it. to. I just I either need to and I have stuff like that. I need to do that. But again, you're affirming my theorem that the bigger the box, the yes. the, the the worse they will perceive that it is. So if a monster does. box, they're not going to think it's a monster box of 52 tops high numbers. Exactly. Yeah. And the educational part is so hard because, perfect example, a 1990 Donner's Eddie Murray. Well, could there be a cheaper, more useless Murray car in the world than that? No. But then you, I had I just recently acquired the 1990 Donner's Aquias or whatever they call it, which is now, one of 10. Really? There's like 10 of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. For an untrained eye, they'd be like, that's the same car. One of them's worth a nickel and one of them's worth 150 bucks. So that's the dilemma too. It's like, but grading, all, grading solves that dilemma. It doesn't mean, but, and of course that costs more money too. Like, it's amazing that like my Murray collection, just what's on Beckett, Jim, I think on Beckett, I have the Beckett organizer has 2,400 and something cards that are on the list there that I have. The book value of those is twenty-five dollars to $28,000. And then you throw in the other thousand items I have that are not on there. Not like They're not priced. The blank, the, yeah, not the blank backs. Yeah, but then you get into the NAs. My NAs, and, and that's something I've got to do on a spreadsheet again. I've got to be able to say, Beckett doesn't price this one of five auto, but I've got to. Because I need to let them know what this might be worth. But not necessarily. You, yeah. you need to let them know that it's auctionable. Because yeah. the, your estimate will be based on whatever at the time. And they're thinly traded. So, so hey, that's an auction item. And I would get slapped. If it's something yeah. like that, if it's peculiar, I got to get slapped.